welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where uh, we can't decide if we like sours or blondes. I'm We're a sour torn, guy. 50-50. Uh, yeah, you're uh, 50 blonde, I'm 50 sour. Yeah. It's not a salty blonde, just sour blonde. It doesn't <sighs> sound good at all. It's such a good blonde. Well, no. no but sour. Not, yeah. It's tiki time. Yeah, well, it I was tiki was time it. at the pub. I understand that. So, but you're you coming off of the pub a little, uh, a little uh, woo, feeling it? It's tiki, tiki time. Yeah. Like, uh, this what? was an incredible sour. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I know this wasn't even part of the podcast, but. Well, I mean, it was the pub, though. You're right. It was the after party. It was the after party. You liked it? I loved it. I know you did. We didn't rate it yet, and it's a five. We we didn't rate it. Uh <laughs> Brandon from Tim's Mobile Detail sent it in. Uh, a big contributor to the community. Most definitely. Thank you, Brandon. And uh, definitely five. Yeah. I, I said it was, and even for me, it was the best sour I've had. It was just the right amount of beer with not too heavily on the, well, the puckery, the e like, I don't. Mm, it was just kind of finished, nice and smooth sour. What would I would say? I liked it. It was a great beer. Yes, it was. Um, but on the main episode, we had, hmm, you know how I like those blondes. You do like blondes. I do. I do like some blondes. Uh, the strawberry blonde from a, uh, well, did you figure out where it was from? I, I told you it was from. It's from Tulsa. Oh, yeah. Did you figure it's that local. out? local, yeah. Yeah, that's <clears> right. I'm, yeah, it is local. It's a local. Um, even so local, it's in the heart of Pearl District. Very specific. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a very good blonde a blonde ale. I like it uh, as far as uh, the blonde side. You keep saying blonde. I, we mm-hmm. understand that. Man, it's one of my favorites. Good for you, man. Definitely. Well, Miss Patterson. You know what? I think it's not only tiki time. You know what else time it is? Uh, tool time? No. Uh, time for the podcast. <laughs> Detailers, thank you so much for tuning in to another what... Uh, I think for you, it's going to be a really great episode. Really excited about what we are in right now in the series on, uh, well, the mental game of detailing. Okay, this goes beyond picking up a paint uh, gauge and seeing, you know, how much clear coat, right? Uh, It goes beyond understanding scrubbing leather to a a point of, you know, where do you reach between the dye transfer and uh, having to re uh, retouch up leather, right? This is the game of you, the operator. What goes through your mind? Positive, negative? How does it help? How does it hurt you as the business owner? So super fun series and, uh, Really, really excited about also then what's happening over at the Community Pub. So each episode, we usually will jump straight over into the Community Pub. So go every Wednesday night at 7.30 Central. Go to Zoom and use meeting ID 918-800-1188. That's goingtozoom.com and use meeting ID 918-800-1188. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. I hope to see you there. I'd love to have a beer with you. Ooh. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Uh, you know, nothing's left, but, uh, well, what the, what? a nice blonde. 
Last one we're going to have. Nothing's left. Strawberry blonde because uh, DJ knows. Oh, I that's like, the brew name. I like blondes. You do like blondes. Yeah. Oh, six, Here's eight. Here's the blondes. Strawberry wheat beer, huh? Nothing's left. Yeah. Uh, well, first tap. First, first <clears throat> go at it. What do you think, Mr. Patterson? I actually enjoy it. Thanks. You did good. Appreciate that. Go team. You're welcome. Hey, uh, that goes for some community. Yes. Oh, that was a bad clunker. We'll fill your All right, so up. officially today, or uh, was it yesterday, announced? <clears throat> Let's see. What is the actual day today? May, June, July, August 5th. 5th. August 5th today. Mr. Patterson, when was it announced? Yesterday or today about SEMA? Uh, I think you told me today. But it was announced. I don't know. I, I think, think it was announced today. Today, yeah. Because I saw some Some people like to pre-announce. Uh, Correct. There was uh, a confusion there for a second. I was like, hold on. And yeah, it's uh, SEMA announced, I believe, today. I haven't seen it officially, but if you're saying that, then it would be today. Well, I guess I won't renew freebeersema.com. They sent me that thing the other day. Like, oh. Do I want to renew it? I was like, well. So you're just going to give up on it and just leave it alone, huh? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll grab it. Maybe I won't. Maybe. Who knows? Only what you. is it? This is what I want to know. What is it that you're mostly going to miss? About SEMA? Yeah. Uh, probably the food. Yeah? Eating out with friends. Like, that's the best. Going to restaurants, eating. Uh, yeah. I think we call that community. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. Uh, yeah, going down, uh, walking around on mm. on Old Town. Okay, let me getting you up to uh, fly so, down the, uh, so the, best the amazing part, fun parts. Of, I don't know how you got me to do that, but the best part is definitely Fremont Street. Yeah. And then when you're walking, there's these little hole-in-the-wall gas stations. Like, definitely go in there because all the beer is super cheap. We found the mango cart there. That was cool. Convenience um, stores, I con- think, is what they call them. Convenience stores. They don't actually sell gas on the strip when you're walking. I said hole-in-the-wall gas, gas stations. stations. Yeah. That's a convenience store. Yeah, it has the feel of a gas station. Yeah, we don't really hear uh, in Tulsa the reason why we would be we don't have convenience stores. We only have gas stations. That is true. I Every mean, convenience store has gas pumps here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just kind of consider everything something like that a gas station. So the best part is on Fremont when you pop into these little convenience stores mm-hmm. and they have the super cheap beer you I can grab. One time I popped in. Oh, the convenience store. Oh, not the oh. convenient whore. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Marty. Man, my bad. One in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and then they have those little those little taco plate. That the hole in the wall taco shops. There's this one particular one is really 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 good when you're walking around and have consumed a lot of alcohol. That's the main part. Yeah. Because it's really, really good once you've consumed <laughs> large no, amounts of alcohol. It's, it's good. It's good, but... The experience overall. It's the experience. The experience of yeah. Fremont Street, the cheap beer, the hole-in-the-wall tacos, winning a crap ton of money at the Golden Nugget. The, uh, the old dudes that sit out in uh, string I asked, thongs. I asked her, Aisha, when she was there, she said, did you see the guy in the diaper and the thong? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're still there, bro. Of course they are. Yep. Making that money. Hell yeah. Imagine what have they been doing over the past couple months. Because they couldn't do it for a while. That's crazy. What did those guys do? I wonder if they came out in even better shape or, or worse shape. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Practice their skill. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think for me, uh, what is it I'm going to miss most about SEMA? Uh, pint night. Oh, wow. I'm going to miss pint night the most. Yeah. Good, good for you, man. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. Well, you know. Really good answer. Generally, I, I like to give good answers. Yeah. So I appreciate that. No, I thank you for giving us all that really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I feel like an asshole for not giving a really good answer now. Well, who's to say yours wasn't good? You had community in yours. And you had community in yours, man. Yeah. So, hey. so why, why is yours not good? It's, it is great. I didn't yeah. say it wasn't. When did I say it wasn't good? Just not as good. No, no, I didn't say that. I'm pretty sure that's what it made it sound like. You were I even almost apologizing like for your answer. I didn't almost apologize. Because you were like, well, it's just What's not as good actually. as that no, one. I, I, I didn't almost apologize. Really? I said, now I feel like an asshole because I didn't choose pint night. Yeah. Like I said, it seems like you're apologizing. That's not apologizing. It's a feeling. 
Is that your one for tonight? Or? Yep. Okay. But we're supposed to talk about feelings tonight. That's why. You're already expending your energy and <laughs> in your one feeling. I have lot. <laughs> but we were going to talk about feelings. Now it's gone. Uh, feelings? Yeah. You're going to have to come up with more than one now. Cause, Great. Yeah. Huh. I know. Emotions or feelings? Well, pretty What you're feeling sure when you have a certain emotion? I don't... I, help me understand you your help? question, please. How do you like the beer? <laughs> You're not going to explain to me the difference between emotion and feeling? I don't know. Do you taste the strawberry in it? <clears throat> I taste uh, I taste the blonde in it. <laughs> do you taste wheat? Mm. You know, I tell you, blondes just taste a little different. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, are all of them taste the same? Are there's bigger... Uh... I would like this, you know, my... Uh, my watermelon yum yum that's what i keep thinking i would rather have that watermelon flavor than the strawberry flavor yes that would literally make yeah. this one of the all-time yeah. the blonde part, that's what i'm saying the blonde part of this beer yeah. i love like it's a smooth clean beer tastes great uh i'm just that would that would yeah that i'm would just kill like it. strawberry is good but i'm like mm, man that watermelon would be that better. would be incredible yeah or uh what's the one we need to have <clears> that rhubarb Remember, there's that rhubarb beer that has like that. Well, I need to find that. We need to have that. It's a good fruity beer. You like fruity. I like blondes. You do like blondes. Definitely. All right, so since we are talking about feelings, Mr. Patterson, I'd like to know, um, do you do you know your top favorite movie? Yeah, probably. Probably. How are you feeling tonight on that top favorite movie? I think I'm, we're I'm getting. Gonna, I'm gonna give you a trivia question. I think we're getting closer and closer to my top favorite movie actually happening. Yep. Happening. Yes. Oh really? Yeah. Is it the one where they go back in time and do that thing where they sit back down and do that thing? No. Oh. Is that deja vu? Uh, I don't know. I was originally thinking I Robot, but you know. Yes, that's actually. Oh, I got it right. Oh, movie. I thought you meant like. We were about to do time travel, so that was like... A, I remember, I'm not a fan of all that sci-fi shit. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But iRobot... Is, that's a real thing. It's not sci-fi. It's not sci-fi. Because it happened here. Because on it can definitely some happen. Some part of Earth at some point in time. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So as long as it's, it's real, something it can, to do with Earth... It can Earth, be realistic. That can realistically happen. Uh, so did you see the uh, Ford uh, for, – there was a, an article that came out showing uh, Ford is now mapping their plants with uh, robotic dogs. Yeah. And it is, uh, you know, it literally shaving off massive for them, you know, quote, unquote, you know, production, being able to do this better, to be able to do that. And they were mapping it with people, and now they're using this robotic dog. Why not? It, well, I'm just – to your point. It has begun. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So uh, your favorite actor in that movie, uh, Mr. Will Smith, do you remember his uh, his name as a, as an actor in the movie? Like uh, what his character was? Uh, yeah. That's so weird that I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. It's not my favorite movie. So I was just curious if you knew. Well, that character is going to have, I mean, right? There's most of his story and most of what when we're following uh mr will smith's uh character he's going through a bunch of different crazy things and he has this overall battle right most characters like that have a battle what do you think uh will smith's greatest battle in uh i robot was we're doing trivia yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that, I don't like not trivia. trivia. That's no. not a trivia question. Trivia question would be like A, B, C, or D. <laughs> this is your opinion on your favorite movie. Oh, wow. We're doing this. Gotcha. Yeah, your character, uh-huh. Will Smith. Right. What was his greatest battle? That's not a trivia. That's not a... Technology. His greatest it? battle was yes. technology? Yeah. Okay. Why do you say that? Well, because, I mean, that's what took over and... I mean, right? They turned against all humans and so forth. I don't know. It's your answer, not I, mine. I, I, I'm just asking. I, 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 so with movies, with me, like yes, favorite movie for sure because like that's what the, how the end times. Go, but I don't re- retain movies. That's very how the well. end times. What did you just man. quote? Did you just quote Revelation I, from <laughs> iRobot? Wow. 
What church you been going to, man? Oh, don't even get me started <laughs> on you and church right now, all right? So we're not going to go there. But I, I don't know, man. You're asking a lot of hard questions right now. I know. There's a very difficult question for you to give your opinion on <laughs> your <laughs> yep. most favorite movie. <laughs> it really is. Yep. Uh, I think that his greatest battle was probably himself. Why do you say that, Mr. Hill? Well, because I like iRobot. And I like a bunch of those other movies that generally have a character that's trying to go accomplish something. And they come to this point where they got to deal with themselves. And he has to. He had a lot of doubt uh, on his own ability to do what uh, he was going to do because of the way he was. Right? He was also robotic. So he, he not only had confidence, but he also had a lot of doubt. I think detailers could relate in a very, very surreal manner i mean the amount of abilities that we have to transform somebody's car gives us a large amount of pride right i mean we feel very confident that we can do the task that uh, you know we've been paid for however there's a lot of us that also can sympathize with uh, the character because we also understand the weaknesses that we have and many times when we look at our business or this idea that we want it out of a business, we go, well, I just, oh, shit. Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And that self-doubt comes in just like he had. So I would think his greatest, in my opinion. Yeah, man, you definitely have an opinion. My opinion was his greatest uh, struggle was his greatest battle was to battle himself. Uh I see it though. I you don't regularly watch movies. Not a movie guy. I man, yeah. Like I, if I do, I, I I can watch it again. Like oh, that's what happened. I don't remember. Like I just watch it just to totally get it. Turn off. Totally get it. Totally get it. Uh, do you watch movies with your kids? Like, are you into that yet? Like the cartoons oh, sitting absolutely. on the. What about the cartoon movies and stuff? Yes. Okay. I think it, you'll so watch those. And you'll watch it in a little different light if you watch their journey. Uh, like, let's go with, um, what's that one where that girl is uh, uh, young and she finds that, like, thing in the ocean and then, like, uh, the all the gods are battling and there's that Moana. It's not Moana, is it? No. Uh, it's got that, like, uh, Hawaiian dude. You know, no, I know what you're talking about. I've seen it before. I'm yeah, trying to think of the name of it. And they battle. They're always on the water. Oh, with the little co that little green coin. This, uh, yeah, they had to find that. Uh huh. Yep, I know what you're talking about. He had that fish hook thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good example of it. You can follow that little girl's journey, and she gets to the point of needing to turn back to go fight that guy. But her greatest battle was also herself and self doubt. Uh, you see it through a lot of those type of movies where you, you follow that character until they get to a certain point. And at that point, they've got to, they've got to go deep into themselves. And they've got to work on some of the things that they're struggling with. And um, that's where we kind of want to head in this new series. Uh, we're going to go insular in a sense. We're going to go into our minds. I like that. Yeah, you yeah. do? What's going on up there? Uh, we'll find out. We will? We will. Fuck yeah. I'm excited about that. You ready to get up in here? Uh, well, yeah. I am. That's really good. Can I get another beer? Please. <laughs> Two. <laughs> can, can I have another too? Uh, but so, in our series that we're going to start, uh, it's going to be going through, well... Mr. Patterson, I think we've all probably dealt with it um, when we've started our businesses, uh, the the mental game, mm -hmm. you know, thinking back, I know we've got some questions later we'll dive into, but just off the cuff, thinking back to the, you know, the first one to two years, what, what was, what do you remember uh, that you had to deal with inside? Was it, was it doubt? Was it? You know, what What was your biggest thing? I know late, we'll talk about what's going on For now, sure. but what's, what do you remember? Uh, in the early one to two years, I mean, there was a lot of, there was definitely a lot of doubt, but what was feeding that doubt was people doubting me on the other side. 
Mm. Hey, are you still doing that little detail thing? Are you still doing that? I'm like, what the fuck? They really think that I can't like, I can't pull this off. Like I want to be, I wanted to be the biggest in like in the state. I wanted to be, I wanted to go all, like I don't do shit just half ass. I have to do it all the way. Like with anything I do in life, I, I, I either I'm at a 10 or I'm not going to do it at all. Because if I can't perform perfectly, then I'm not going to perform. Are you saying you got guns that are the size of a 10? I'm not saying that, but that's a good example. Like <laughs> with I got into fitness and I didn't just pussyfoot in it. I like do the meal prepping. I take like, you know, vitamins and different things like that too to really help with it, to maximize it. Because that's, that's what I want to do. Um, but I guess, like I said, going back to that question is, yeah, I had a lot of doubt, but the doubt from the outside fed me and, and, and drove me to do, to push through all those times. A lot of fear. Um, like I remember having to move back into my parents' house, I think within that one to two year phase, because I wasn't making any, I wasn't making money at all. Um, doing $30 washes, $60 maintenance every two weeks on cars. Like it's just not making much money. It's trying to get a name out for yourself and being waterless at the same time. And trying to introduce that that's that's tough so uh a lot of fear a lot of doubt but i knew i'd push through it just there was a lot of uncertainty yeah i'm it, for me that's what it was too i i remember specifically doubting uh okay I, i've i've left I, i'm really i was so miserable at my job I, I had no problem leaving and i felt this desire to go so i jumped uh and then it was like, okay, uh, what's next? How do I go figure out how to clean more cars? Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was not so much like doubt that I couldn't do it. It was, it was like doubt of, well, how the fuck do I do it? Like, I had no idea what to do. But there was this huge open space, so it was like, well, I guess I'll just go see about doing this away. I don't know. Like, so for me, it was it was it was definitely a lot of self doubt because I didn't know what I was gonna. That was the doubt. Was well, my mind just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I doubted my mind, not necessarily my will. I think is what you were kind of saying. Like, you knew you know you're gonna be able to do it. So, like your spirit, your your soul, like in there, you know. But like in your mind, yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, there's times you just get in these dark, just yeah. funks where it's just like, oh man, like, but yeah, yeah. So that's where we want to go with these. Uh, let's crack open another beer. But we're going to be talking um, about a lot of self doubt, a lot of self reflection, a lot of self, uh, well, knowing who you are. Um, the reason why we want to do that is because, hey, listen, we're, let me just, preface let me just go ahead and throw out all right uh i'll i'll do this and i will reserve it for all this series a i'm a detailer and i'm a chemical provider i'm not an economist and i'm not a psychiatrist uh dj's not either right (laughs) so these are literally just our opinions uh this is our thoughts uh and but this is how we view Detailing is how we view the uh, the business side of detailing and how we view entrepreneurism detailing. I mean, that's it's, that's that's our views, but you know, whatever. It, <laughs> we're no professionals at it. Uh, so, with that being said, now that my lawyer ass is covered, good job, man. Uh, ours, right? You yeah. did say I was covered in that. Well, you were taking a beer break, so you're going to have to do that now. I'm going to go take a beer break, and you say your part. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so uh, ditto. Okay, <laughs> perfect. No, but seriously, uh, we don't know what's going to happen uh, future-wise with the economy. But whereas m- most, when we look across the board, uh, I don't see a whole lot out there where people are talking in the detailing world about the coming uh, recession, the coming crash. You know, we're not sure. So. We want to make sure that as a community, we are, right? Because we're at the forefront with uh, with everything over the past three years, uh, trying to push forward into new directions uh, for the industry and helping the community uh, everywhere we can. Um, and so with coming destruction of an economy, 
there's there's two two ways that this goes. Um, we've got to understand that our customers are going to be some of the main ones affected. Um, I know there's a certain clientele that's grown in your population. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's so freaking. So annoying. you've already seen oh, complete, a change in the economy here locally, which brings in a different customer base. Might be for various reasons we don't know, but so it, it affects our customers, it affects our prospects. So as business owners, I mean we really should pay attention to what's going on and what's happening. So from that side, I mean what restate you know we go through like what is it that you're starting to see now uh you know from the change of what's coming so our customer base has shifted we still have our bread and butter i mean we still have our client base um everything's still great there but a lot of the new business that we're getting in like a lot of phone calls we're getting in now is for like reconditioning customers what i mean by that is like customers that have vehicles that are uh 2002 to 2010 like in that 2000 to 2010 range, and it's just like, we don't really ever deal with cars. Like, like the vehicles I own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I meet myself included. You're getting like, calls from, like, the people in my neighborhood. My trucks in, in 09, right? So um, it's just in – since we don't deal with them at that, at that volume, at that capacity, at that level – there's a whole other side of the homework we have to do in our own business now and go back and figure that kind of clientele out because we're not not going to deal with them. We're not too good to work with them by any means. Uh, money's money. And, you know, if we're going to get more, if we're going to be getting a ton of these kind of calls now, we want to know exactly how to market to them, how to meet their needs, how to find good price points for them, maybe figure out if there's different services we need to offer to that specific type of client. I don't know yet, but we do know it's time to do homework because the calls have ramped up tremendously with this specific type of demographic to where we don't want to turn our nose and say, oh, we don't do these type of vehicles. We a lot of detailers would, though. They would. I was going to say yeah. that. A lot of detailers do. Some say they don't even do interiors anymore. Some say they don't do uh, – well, yeah, I hear a lot of people saying they don't do interiors. They don't do vehicles that are you know less than five years old and so forth, and that's not smart business. If you're a detailing company, then you need to be able to provide for different demographics of people. You're going to have to have different customer experiences for the different type of demographic that you have, but you shouldn't turn away business because it's not what you want to do. Uh, I feel like we should have multiple different avenues, multiple different um, revenue streams, multiple different client bases, um, but you need to know how to cater to that, each That's not what's normally spoken around, though, in the industry. No, it's not at all, actually, but that's what needs to happen. That's what, like... Yes, I don't like working for a certain type of people, but am, like, am I going to? Of course I am. I'm going to figure out how to meet in that middle ground to where everyone's happy. Well, so that the business survives and makes money. Thank you, because I'm a running a business. Not a lu- I'm not, we don't know what the fuck's This isn't coming. a luxury business where I can just no. pick, cherry pick and do what I want to do. Like I have a company. I've got multiple team members. I've got a family. I've got, like, I've got responsibilities. This is no longer oh, I don't want to do that. I'm only going to do this, or I'm going to charge this, or I'm going to do, like, no, I've got a business and responsibilities now as a business owner to provide for my team and make a profitable business so that I can maybe pass it down to my kids one day or have, like, I don't know what what that means, but yeah, yeah. All right, so it's why do you think, mind, we, you know, we have said, change. We, we've said, though, I mean, that's, I mean, people just have to go back and they can just, Listen to episodes from last year, uh, the year before, when we've talked about we've possible about recessions coming. Yeah, we have. Time. You know, yeah. There's definitely, because, uh, let's just go back to who we got it from. You know, we've done years and years of listening to Gary Vee. It's what Gary Vee's been talking about for many years. So, a lot of what we do is derived from listening to him. Uh, and a lot of the way he markets, we try and market too, because that's just... Yeah. That's, who, that's who we we listen to, you know. Uh, everybody listens to a lot of different people. That's one of the main people I listen to, and you know, I think you you do too. Um, and he had talked about it coming, and so we didn't really know what it was going to look like. And then shit hit the fan with Corona. What the fuck was that? Hmm. But coming out of what's going to happen, I mean, I like once again, no economist, 
I got sent some article. I looked at it a little bit. Something about gross national gross national product. I think it's like what we produce. Mm-hmm. Once again, Anacom, I don't know. A lot of you that know what the fuck you're talking about, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. And I go, I get it. I get it. Uh, something at like 32% down. Uh, the 8, 9, and 10 recession was only some, was under 10%. And I think they said something about the uh, uh, Great Recession uh or no, 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 the Great Depression, or something that like, I don't know, 10 or 12, mm-hmm. 13, so I don't know, somewhere, it's still way down there. Let's just call it, let's go ahead and give it a couple extra and call it 15. Okay. Throwing in some extra numbers just to fluff. Let's fluff. And we're already in double month that. four, double that. And not even in a recession yet. Yeah, a it's still recession. being held up by all the fake government money. And we're already down 30%. So, once again, we don't know, but... How do you... I mean, there there might be a magic light switch, right? I mean, November could happen with the election. There could be that magic light switch that somewhere the fake money that's being printed gets backed by actual... You know, I, but who knows? There could be, but most likely not. And so... What happens to all of our customers with a lot of the businesses that they run? I mean, we we don't know, right? We had said before, you don't know something on another side of the world could happen to affect us. Well, we we literally had said that, and then sure enough, the fuck happened. And uh, going into it, there's going to be a lot of, well, in theory, there could be a lot of craziness. It's a really good theory. Yeah. Uh, and so if if our customers go through it, it might be something that we should know as business owners to help our customers with. And then as well, we should also look at our own self to make sure that as we journey through this adventure, we don't fall susceptible to some of the self-doubting, some of the anxiety, some of the depression, some of the stress, all the things that could weigh on a business owner that then, well, might might not be our skills and ability of polishing paint that take us out of business. It might not be our accounting that takes us out of business. It might not be our marketing. It, it, it could, for some people, it could just be what goes on between their ears that, that finally takes them out of business. Yeah. it's a good way to look at it. Uh, it's a scary way to look at it. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, but it is what it is. Uh, so let's dive into some of those, uh, you know, you already extended your one feeling. I did. You did. What was that feeling again? Uh, I don't want to repeat it. Well, I got a free one. Sure. I might bust it out again. All right. Whatever that feeling uh, was. So we want to talk through, uh, as we start opening into this uh, new series, we want to talk through then what are some of the feelings, what are some of the emotions that that we each feel? What is it that you on a, a daily to weekly to monthly basis, you know, we'll go through top three that, uh, that we go through and let's dissect them. Let's talk about them. All right. What is it? Uh, what's your number one, number one feeling that you go through? Happiness, Marty. No. Yep. Yep. You didn't like that one, did you? Yeah. These are You're my feelings. Nicely done. Nicely done. I didn't preface, even though, even though, even though I did so good at getting you itinerary very early. Yeah. And then 15 seconds ago, I didn't say negative feelings. Uh, so nicely done, Mr. Patterson. I asked the question. You answered it. Good job. Uh, thank you. That's what I'm here for. Yep. Nice That's of that. What's the co for? Yeah. Man, answer the host question. Great job. Great job. Doing my job. Uh, okay. Negative. Oh, negative. Negative feelings. Because I don't initially just go to negative, you know. I understand. That's why I told you good job, man. I really did. <laughs> like, you, you, <laughs> that was. You did a good job. Uh, so we want to talk negative. Mm-hmm. All right, first negative feeling that uh, you experience on a regular basis. 
Um, is uncertainty of feeling. Sure. Great. Because there's a lot of uncertainty sometimes in lots of different scenarios, and that's a true feeling that a business owner has. You don't know if certain things are going to work out like you want them to work out. Yeah. Uh, you do all the plans. You do the plan A, plan B, plan C after that. You just do all the things, and if it doesn't work out, and you just really hope for the best. But uncertainty is not – if you obsess about it long enough, it really creates other feelings as well. So being at peace with that you know that you did all you could have done to prevent whatever to happen, you just got to – yeah. All right. So uncertainty is definitely – a something I deal with on a regular basis, I guess you can say. When that makes sense. Negative feelings. I mean, I could totally give me. Can you give me some like specific like instances? Like, uh, is it uncertainty in marketing? Is it uncertainty in sales? Is it uncertainty in performance? Um, you know, width, depth. Width, depth. There's no uncertainty there. Okay. Yeah, it's always the same. Okay. Um, sometimes better than others, but, uh, I don't know, uncertainty when it comes to team. Let's talk about that. Um, I have had lots of different variations of teams. I've had times where our, our best, both all our people we have on staff is incredible. The pairs we have, the matches we have of different people that who they, who they work with, uh, 40 hours a week are incredible. And sometimes there's like, man, how long can this really last? You know? And there's uncertainty there. Like I have this beautiful window of, of 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 just everything's amazing and i'm i'm on cloud nine everything's doing great but there's that the back of your head like man anyone can just at any time derail the whole you know what i mean and that you know that's an example too when it comes to team because you do so much to build we do a lot to build our team up a lot of personality tests and different things we do activities and whatever to get to know who they truly are but at any time someone can leave and we use a lot of our people here for their strengths so when we lose someone on the team it, it, it definitely hurts because we put a lot of time and energy into that one person we don't see them as a body we know how to use them for their strengths so they can actually be more happy here as well because they're working in their strengths i like it man that's a good example uh for me i'm gonna go back to doubt i still struggle with doubt um doubt if I'm good enough. I mean, I, I spent, you know, the first half of my life in a completely different direction and jump out into an industry that I know nothing about and literally have just been trying to figure it out for 18 years. So, <laughs> I mean, still don't really have, I have a, a college education, but it's, it's completely around something completely different. So in business, I have literally zero formal education. So uh, I've never invested, whereas others have invested into this or that. I've just, I've never invested into, uh, into education other than just, you know, listening to podcasts and figuring it out as I go. So uh, I still have uh, regular doubts that, well, you know, will, will the ideas, if I throw all these hundreds of ideas that I constantly <laughs> always have, right? Like if you're always having ideas, when does something ever stick? When does something ever really fully turn into a fully producing, you know, uh, well, financial, you know, success, I guess. You know, in business, we ultimately want, you know, good financial success. So, you know, I, I, I regularly doubt, you know, especially at my age. You know, well, will I, you know. Will I ever achieve that? Or will I just literally, as some people call it, grind? Mm. Will I literally just grind for another 40 more years? Do I, do I have the, uh, the skills and ability to fully make it to, I think there's that level of business that, you know, you're, you're still going to work, but right, you don't, it seems like, is that, but is that not true? I don't know. Do you literally just continue to grind for forty more years? Yeah, I don't know. So I, I, that's that's my question. Is you know, could I achieve that, and is that achievable? So I, I doubt myself on that a lot. Hmm. Mm. All right, number two, Mr. Num Patterson. Number two. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
number two negative common feeling I might have in business over the past whatever like anxiety is a good one that is a very good one anxiety is a really good one yeah um, what is it that makes you anxious so I don't really so here's the thing I used to have really bad anxiety in the business but, what does that mean um, for instance like Sunday hits and I'm like okay I got to get all my numbers in for the week. I got to get the schedule tightened up. I've got to figure out this. I've got to fix this. I've got this going on. Like it just overtakes you. Like it's just this, it just something always needs to be done. It's, there's not enough time. It's just anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. Um, that's, that's a good example. So just prepping for the different weeks for what's, what's ahead, trying to manage everything. Um, but when you're not centered, like everything takes over, which is why anxiety creeps up so much. So what do you I mean say, centered? Like now I'm, like I said, I don't have these feelings too much terribly at all anymore. Um, yeah, there's, I get anxiety here and there about certain things, but like I've, with the whole pandemic and taking that time off and being able to like recenter as a person and just take a breath, step away. Um, we took seven weeks off, so I didn't have any team members to deal with. I didn't have any clients to deal with. I didn't have really much financial stress at all. Everything was great. And I just got to like, find myself again in a sense and I was like wow I kind of like this person find yourself again or did you just refine yourself uh, f-i-n-d no 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 re-f-i-n-d or re-f-i-n-e uh I never thought about it those ways um I would probably say refine if I were to pick one it might go 50 not the d no I would not go with the D. <laughs> you don't want some D on that? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I said no D for Mr. Patterson. I, I won't take any. You sure? I don't even like Just the D. Just a little. Nope. No? Mm -mm. None? Nope. All right, what about the tip? Uh, do you have a tip for me? <laughs> for my anxiety? you have a tip? I do. Uh, but no, yeah, so that was a big one. It really was. And uh, when I recentered and, you know, redefined who I was and, you know, I, I learned the word no. Um, which has helped a lot because anxiety comes with, let's just say you're running a business day to day and you get clients wanting something done and you can't get to them. So you'll kill yourself to go do it just to say yes to them and be and please them for whatever reason. I mean, yeah, they're a good client of yours, but who are you sacrificing and what are you sacrificing to say yes to somebody else? Are you sacrificing time with your kids, your wife, sleep, um, your own personal hobbies or habits or things that you, you want to do. Maybe you go to the gym, maybe you like to run, maybe you like to hike, cycle, play pool, whatever it is. Like, what are you sacrificing to say yes? So I chose to say no a lot more to make sure that I have that margin in my life to take care of myself so that I can be happy, which is why I said my first answer earlier was happiness because that's what I strive to do. And if it says, if it, that means a no for someone else, I don't care because I'm, I know myself now what I need and how long did it take you to get there <laughs> seven weeks <laughs> no 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 it took not at you all. nine and a half years it, yeah ten years I mean it definitely ten years and, and, and I say it all the time I might not have said it on, on on recording yet but I mean uh if it wasn't for the grinding I did that first ten years and it wasn't for the sacrifice that I made and, and and all the yeses that I've that I said like this reset this whole pandemic would have probably crushed me but being 10 years in the business and having the wisdom that I have now and the knowledge and the skill set or whatever it is, like I'm able to survive. Um, and it, it would be enforced if I was in year one, year two, when I didn't have this much knowledge. Um, it, 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 it could definitely have taken a big toll. Uh, well, I mean, it, I mean, it did take a big toll. Well, yes, I'm just saying. I'm able to navigate differently now where I'm at from what I've done based on where I could have, yeah. where I could, you know, if this would have happened in a different time in my life yeah, and in business. Yeah. I, so for me, my number two, uh, mine is, so my anxiety for me is on three. Anxiety is a good one. I'll talk about anxiety next. I, I don't want to piggyback your anxiety. Um, my number two is fear. Uh, the the chemical world is is fucking brutal <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is uh i mean you know 
there's there's competition and detailing there is and you know there's you you get those phone calls where there's well there's that guy down the street and you know i mean you, you get that but yeah it's it literally it's just isn't the same. the same it's a different world it, it is it's, it's a very different world um and you you can take years of relationships that get wiped away and in, in, you don't even know why <laughs> and at least some of them will tell you why but yeah, yeah, at least some of them will. Most, you know, and especially, but if you're at a dealership, you know, because the chemical game, a lot, I mean, there's, <clears throat> so there's the professional detailer that, you know, has a shop or is mobile. That's, that's one segment of the chemical industry. Um, the DIY is another big segment, uh, is, is probably massive, overly dwarfs the, uh, the professional detailer in part of the industry the DIY industry and chemical sales, I, I you know, I, I bet you that could, it just dwarfs it. Um, but, but a major segment uh, is, you know, dealerships, uh, volume type uh, places where you sell bulk chemical. I mean, that's a, it's a major, uh, the amount of, of volume is, is incredible. Uh, and, and you, you literally don't know fucking week to week. You literally work week to week there. Uh, there's there's the, the contracts are few and far between. Uh, there's competitors knocking on your customers' doors multiple times uh, a, week? a month. Oh, really? Well, yes. If you're in a strong competitive market, your your competitors will 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 knock on your customers' door every week. But that's four or five. You know, so six, seven, eight. I mean, so. You know, the, your customers are getting called on, you know, an extra 20 to something plus times. I mean, so it's it's a very uncertain game uh, coming from car washing, you know, coming from mobile detailing to owning a car wash, partner owning a car wash to, you know, GM in a car wash to, oh, okay, I just threw all my life savings into chemicals in my garage because I felt I'm going to do it. All right. Well, uh, okay. Let's let's do this. And then to never have uncertainty. You know, you mean you never have uncertainty. Certainty's gone. You you literally don't know. You work nonstop to continue to maintain your customer base. So, fear for me is uh, is something new. I, I didn't, uh, and and I fear uncertainty. Um, literally month to month. You, you might not know what, you know, when you're, like everybody can understand, when you're starting, like you, you just, you don't know. Uh, so I, I, fear was not something that I, uh, I liked or, or had ever thought that would happen, but uh, to, to almost fear people because you know that they could care less uh, is, is an interesting uh, dynamic. Uh, so you, you, there's a little bit of fear in that uh, you just do whatever they say because you, you got to keep the account. Is is a it's an odd way of doing business that I didn't like. Hmm. Yeah, uh, f fear is not a fun uh, obstacle to to try and deal with. Um, it can uh, really inhibit your your creativity or what you want to do ultimately for you know the way kind of, you kind of paralyze you in a sense. It, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can see that pigeonholed. Yeah, you almost feel pigeonholed that you have to do and perform. There's so much way. uncertainty. It's like, well, why even do this? I'm not even gonna. No, it's not a why not do this. It's the, there's so much uncertainty that you have to perform. Mm. Well, if you don't, you're, you're gotcha. Not, yeah, it, there's no. There's no don't. <laughs> hmm. If you don't, you won't be. So uh, there is no don't. Uh, so fear definitely for me uh, is something that I didn't realize I had. But uh, but in that in this world, uh, it definitely came across. So all right, uh, let's before we go into number three. All right, let us talk about this strawberry blonde from uh, Nothing's Left Brewery. Um, Where are they out of? Well, you know, they're out of this great state called Oklahoma. Oh, and Tulsa. Yeah. I had no idea. I know. God, I feel like crap again. Well, 
we'll talk about positive hey speaking of beer, thinking speaking of recession and speaking of beer did you that hear that um some beer companies now are are not i'm not done telling the story you asshole did you hear that some beer companies now are only taking their like top selling beers and only producing those because there's a bottle shortage bottle shortage so instead of creating all these different beers they're only focusing on their top sellers because there's a shortage now in bottles. Not surprising. Fun fact. Yeah, those are interesting facts. Constantly uh, more and more shortages. Interesting. Hey, we're I think we said something about 32% gross national product down. I understand. No, no. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. That reinforces yeah. what you're saying. Like, we don't understand. We say we don't get it. I, I don't. I don't understand I don't until I hear shit like that mm-hmm. and I go, oh, so it's not only our industry that's no, affected that's by saying, bottles. Yeah, I don't know all this, but There's yeah. There's so many other industries that the are affected. The beer effect, industry. Which means the national production of our whole entire country is just 30% down. Dude, that's, that means you're only making a 70. Your highest percentage is only be producing at 70%. Scary times, man. If you really sit back and look at it and think about it, and, and yeah. That might fuck with you. All right, so talk to me. Strawberry blonde. What do you want to talk about? Blondes? Yeah. Strawberry blondes, I mean, that's that. There was somewhere through there some redhead something in their lean, you know, their genealogy that they created that strawberry, right? Like a strawberry blonde. That girl's going to be a little fiery and a little. Oh, we're whew. legit talking about blondes. Yeah, I don't know. Is there yeah, a thing that where uh, so blondes are not blonde at first, or like brunettes, and they turn blonde, or is it the other way around? No, it's it's kind of the other way around. Okay. Usually blondes turn brunette at later puberty. On. Oh, somewhere, oh, through, somewhere around puberty, gotcha. somewhere early. So, like Jordan, right? Her hair is not as blonde now. She started. Going I realized into, that. Okay, so that's why. Yeah, and huh. so that's then why they start to dye it. So then all the teenagers start dyeing their hair. Okay, women all dye their hair. Yeah, it's to stay blonde. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know these things because my daughter's not blonde. Right, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Really? You don't think your daughter will ever dye her hair some crazy color at some point just for the fun of it? Yeah, she did get blonde. Up. There you go. Yeah. She it's got already blonde started. braids. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, kid? What do you think, Dad? Oh, it looks... Mm. You know, this is a sore topic right now with me, actually. So you're pushing my buttons. I'm having daughter issues. She's 10 going on 15. So there goes uh, into my number three. My number three is anxiety. And uh, anxiety for me revolves around, you know, started with family, Hmm. with the divorce, you know, two years into business uh, and then a three and a half year long divorce. And then what transpired after, I mean, that's just the anxiety of, I mean, of not knowing what's coming next. Uh, You know, so you leave. Okay. So then this, oh shit. Okay. This like. Oh, I got to pay this. Like, oh, okay, now there's this. Like, like, and there's not really m- much the man can do except fucking take it. Like, there's, you know, you, you fight for what you can, but, you know, there's, there's plenty of single dads that have already reached out to me from a post I made. Uh, and, you know, a lot of us that are divorced or single, you know, it's 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 tough especially with that shared custody and you know there's a lot of anxiety that revolves around there and and i you know i'd always wanted a family and kids and you know then to have that destroyed and ripped away from me it was mm. and so personal life uh what i dealt with as a person dramatically transpired over the business i mean you just you you can't operate fully there's no way that, that as the business owner you can be who you need to be the best for the company when you're so fucked up on the other side 
and uh, and or when you've handcuffed the business, you know, I mean, the amount that I had to pay out for a long time was extremely handcuffing for, you know, growth. It was just, it was extremely impossible. So anxiety of, of, of a broken family life and a broken personal life, uh, man, it, uh, it was, it was massive for me. Massive. All right. Number three for you, sir. Number three. Um, oh, my first two. So there was uncertainty, anxiety, and uh, third one would probably be fear. I think you said that, but I didn't piggyback you. Uh, fear of the unknown. I, like we talk about recession all the time. Like, yeah, I've built a great business. Everything's great, but I, I don't, I fear what the future has to hold. I have confidence that I'm nimble enough on my feet and my mind to adapt quick enough to stay afloat, but I still fear what the future holds for business, me, my person, like family in general. I'm already dealing with like the decision of like virtual school, the kids are homeschooling versus sending them to school. All the schools are sending or doing virtual now, which means my district will probably do the same thing. So now how does that work? Because my wife and I had a plan on how the next six months, two years is going to work. And then that one thing is like, now we can't do that anymore. So our business plans that she was heavily involved in took a huge skirt. So it's like, damn, I don't have you, Philly, and I need you now more than ever. Like my wife's strengths are really good in these type of situations. But if our kids come first, obviously, like she has to be there to teach the kid. Like that's what she has to do. So now I'm like, shit. All right, so I fear what the future has to hold for me personally, my family, my business, my team members. Like, just in, like, I don't know what's to come because shit changes every fucking day, dude. Like, every day, something's new, something's different, and it's just like you have to adapt. So, I, like I said, I have the confidence that I'm, like, nimble enough to stay ahead, but it's still, like, a little scary. I like things to be... I like to know what's coming. I know, know what's going on. I'm, I like to know being in control of certain things. But now I'm in a position where I don't know if I just have to be able to perform. So I've got to be sharp at all times. I, I don't want to misquote you, so I wanted to make sure I, I heard exactly what you said. Did you just say you have a problem performing? No, I, that is the least of my worries in life is a problem performing. I probably overperform. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I, that's why I wanted to really make sure I understood. No, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, it's clarification. Yeah, trust me, I'm everything's great. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> so, had the doctor approved everything? You, everything's. You're really curious about this, aren't you? <laughs> I wasn't at first until until that extra. I overperformed. I was like, all right, I'm going. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, I like it, man. That's that's good. I think. Um, I think a lot of people can associate with that, man. Like the fear of really, I think uh, if if people can understand, let's go to last week, right? You and I have a discussion. <laughs> we go, hey, how's, yeah, oh, uh, uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's moments in business where it, the stream just seems to dry up out <laughs> like, of nowhere. Like out of nowhere. Right, like suddenly there's no call. Suddenly there's no this. Suddenly there's no nothing. And you just go, uh, um, well, is that, is that it? Like, did that, is, is it like, is hmm. it, is it coming back on? You know? Right. Like that, that's definitely, I think there's a lot of people that can understand that. I mean, we have already seen, and let's not even fucking front, there's people that say like there's plenty of people that are starting to see a major slowdown i i saw a guy make a post like hey uh anybody help fill my shop think about this though like we're talking about our fear and anxiety and emotions and stuff think about our client base they might be dealing with the same stuff so they might not be wanting to spend money on because they're uncertain about what their future is in their own company do i want to spend Two hundred dollars on my car detail, or do I want to make certain that I have money to pay whatever next month? That could be a thing too. Well, it is a thing. That's a thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, there's, I mean, there's the, the, the amount of people that listen and the diversification of the listeners, there's plenty of people that are going to be dealing with that. For sure. You know, so that's, this is a open discussion community type uh, thing. We'll hop over to the uh, community pub here in a little bit as, uh, as everybody drops on. But, you know, we, we want to say, listen, guys, I mean, there's gals, there's a lot of people that are going to have to deal with a lot of stuff. And, you know, I think sort of what is coming to light. Like, we, it's not only for our own selves. We're going to have to, as business owners, like we said a bit ago, I mean, as business owners, we've got to realize that that's going to be also with our customers. And so how do we, how do, we do stuff for them? is mm-hmm. one thing too you know i mean take the opportunity to put out some information to maybe help your customer or prospect and you know while you're helping them there's a good chance that maybe you know they they can do better which helps you yep so uh whether that's an email blast which you're a big fan of i love email you know whether it's you know some regular ig content or or however you guys handle your uh customer base it would definitely be a good one to Top on So before we go over to the community pub, Mr. Patterson, uh, where do people find you on social? Uh, they could find me at DJ Patterson on IG, uh, Facebook, pretty much there. Cool. And uh, if they so care to follow the two of us. Oh, together. And John. And John. You can find the three of us, the trifecta, at Pints Polishing Podcast on ig facebook and uh twitter hold on what's the t t t man i'd already dropped like i was like and i dropped it and then you're like twitter why did i say twitter is that because china's changing my brain already did i say is tiktok a thing anymore well so do you think let's throw out our projections do you think tiktok sting Wait, I didn't know. Yeah, what, did that's, that's TikTok, I didn't yep. know what you said. They're staying. It's oh, staying. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think it's going. No. There. Sorry, I just you, don't. I mean, I remember when people try to get Facebook early yeah. in the Facebook. They TikTok to, is definitely staying. It's not going anywhere. And, and my I mean, prediction. So my, my daughter opinion. said the other day, they go, "Well, Trump said da da da," and Trump said something about Facebook versus TikTok. I was like, "Well, it's fuck Trump. You can't like." Did you say fuck Trump? Well, not like oh, like not that fuck. way. Comma Trump. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Not that. Yeah. Uh like, fuck. all right, Trump. Like you oh, won right, off Trump. of Facebook, so you can't you can't hate on TikTok, right? Just because you won off it. Of, so, what's going on with Trump and no uh, China? No, uh, Zucker. So do Mark? You know, then so they're you know they're trying to like ban TikTok because Trump and Zuck. You know who knows. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Conspiracy, we're, we're going to get shot as we walk out. It's not yep. good. I didn't. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not with this. It was DJ. I, <laughs> it was my, that guy. I gave you my legal thing at the beginning of this episode. It wasn't a ditto. It was a... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. That's fun discussions with a, an 11 and 14-year-old daughter. So it's, that's kind of stuff we talked about. Right. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Total Auto Solutions. You can find us on, uh, well... Instagram would be the best way. Uh, Facebook here and there, LinkedIn. But uh, if you want to find us on TikTok, uh, add Detail Supply app or send me a text, 918-800-1188. You're pretty active on there. Uh, yeah, as a company, we are. Yeah. That's what I meant, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I get on, too. You're not active. Your company's no, I, active. Whoa, that's why I said I get on, too. And you, you immediately said. Are you not active, Marty? I mean, like you knew, like what like kind you of? had, like you had, like some insight into it, and you're like, "Well, you're not on." Like, whoa! I'm saying you're not on there, but whoa! Yes, I'm on there. Are you on there? Yeah. Are you active, Marty? Yeah, I'm active. Does your doctor ask you that when you go get your colonoscopy? Um. Well, apparently it doesn't happen until you're 50. Oh, they changed it. Sweet. I did not have to get it at 40. Really? Yeah. I thought it was 30. That's really because I thought at thirty everything goes like. I, so you took one voluntarily? Oh, I did not. <laughs> Trust me. You're like sign me up for that. Okay, if a certain someone is listening right now, like that person needs to tell has a funny story about a colonoscopy. Was it in Vegas? 
No, it no. It wasn't. <laughs> God, I want I to mean, tell this story so bad. So I mean, who who's going to be listening? That I didn't could, say know, it was a guy. Didn't you. say it was a girl either. Why? Well, well, I, I I know. I said I'm detailers. <laughs> Why? Wow, so what detailers do colonoscopy? I know, right? That's why I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so do they really listen, or is it chasers? Uh oh. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> I will say that right now. This me and him do not talk about colonoscopies. Oh, right, that's good. He uh, might like him for fun. I don't know. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what was the other nickname? No, it was Chasers. He had one more, though. Whoa. I don't know about that. <laughs> Whoa. That's between you two and the community. I love him. I can't wait to get that text message. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> He's got like middle finger emojis. <laughs> you guys have you, a good man. night. We'll see you on the community pub. <laughs> Detailers, the community needs you. Right now, they need you to go share this episode. If you got any value out of it, and then let people in the group that you share to, let them know what value you got out of this episode so that they also can go learn and grow. Uh, Well, not only them as a person, but them as a business and them as an industry, right? If we're all in this together, if we are all a community, how much stronger would we be if when we all got information, we shared the information openly, freely, and discussed it so that we could all feed off of the idea? All right, so go right now, whatever Facebook group you're most prevalent in, and share this episode and let the detailers know why you got value out of it and why they should also go spend time getting value out of the episode. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Out Solutions. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Ooh.